Nah, what, what I was saying before about your peak, I'm talking about your peak hustle days, man. So when you were doing like starting five or even going there and doing um, freelancing at the start, people don't under- understand, like, shit doesn't just, shit like this, it's because, I mean, it's media. It doesn't just get given to you. All your shit, man, like, I could relate to it because I could see the work behind it, you know what I mean? I mean, you think about, like, your website and shit, that had to get built, and the content had to get updated. How much time were you spending... On a laptop. Oh, know? all day. All day. Literally, all fucking day. Then you go and work. I used to go to work just to get out of the house. I used to go to a cafe, take yeah. my laptop there, get my coffee, sit there for two hours, whatever it is, do as much work, just to get out of the house, man, because I didn't want to be in my room all day, yeah. you know what I mean, just writing. On, so do that, you know, go to the gym, like, after that, come back, stay at the house, do another hour or so, get ready, shower, go to a game, you know, and do whatever you got. Then after the game... It got to the point where after a couple of years, I had to switch off after a game. I couldn't, I couldn't come back and still... Yeah, just write about it. Not even just write. I couldn't even come back and watch games. Like, I was like, this is too much. Yeah. I need to, like, disconnect. You How know? many hours do you reckon you'll do on a day monitoring games? Uh, a lot. Monitoring, monitoring games, not so much as in... Because I would go to a game, right? And then in the morning, I'd wake up, NBA League Pass, watch another game. Yeah. In the beginning, I was watching a game after the game. <laughs> And that's when I was like, I, I can't, yeah. I can't do. But also because you find your niche, right? So my niche was, I was reporting on the Australian guys for ESPN. That was my thing. That's what they needed me to do. So I don't need to be watching Indiana versus Washington on a Tuesday night. Like I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know? So that's why I started like cutting that. I used to, I was doing Australian guys for ESPN, great guys for Nels Cosmos, and starting five. It was general. It was general, but I could also, just because I was deciding what content goes on there, I could be like, all right, I want to do a feature on him or him or him, and I could select what I wanted to do. I didn't need to cover. Was there a theme to, like, the shit that you chose to do, like, say, on Starting Five? Just whatever I would want to see, I guess. What do you, What sort of draws you, like, to the, the content? Like, as in the, the NBA can present to you, what are the sort of things that attract you? Like, um... We going for like big ticket sort of shit. We going for niche like sometimes because you know that, you have to. That you yeah. have to. Yeah. But other times, I just if there was a cool guy that you wanted to talk to, yeah. you know what I mean, I'd talk to them. Was it hard for you to get in touch with these dudes? No, I'm in the locker room every single night. That's it. Yeah. Just a matter of just walking up to them yeah. having a chat. Hey man, you got a couple of minutes. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you find like? I mean, you said that your first sort of thing was like LeBron. You know. After that, how quickly did you fall into the uh, not being? You would have had nerves, like for sure. Uh, like, they told me you didn't have fucking nerves. Initially, it, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? But then after that, once you get used to it... How long do you reckon it took for you, like, Oh, not long, man. Two, three interviews, and then you, you're good to go. You reckon? Yeah. First time I did on-camera interview was with Chris Copeland. Yeah, I remember two, two, I remember seeing it. Yeah, my heart. And I knew Chris, like, because he's friends with Homicide, too. Yeah. So I, I knew him. We'd been out together. You know what I mean? Yeah, my heart was... I thought I was gonna, my heart was going to pop out of my chest, man. <laughs> But you do one, and you see that, yeah, I can do this. Then you do the second one, and you're like, all right. And then by the third one, you're like, yeah, what? <laughs> this is nothing. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Even even my first episode of Ball or Nothing, yeah. I wasn't even. It was just like, even though I'd never been on TV or anything like that, it was just like... How did that feel? Like, I actually never got to ask you that. What? How did it feel seeing yourself oh, it cool. on it TV? Cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. <laughs> just cool. 
It was good. I mean, I just wanted to like big time. Yeah, I got it. So it <laughs> it's just like you know, you know, my English teacher. I want what's coming to me. <laughs> <laughs> my English teacher in high school. Remember, you have to used to have to do a communications project. Yeah, in like year 10, 11, whatever it was. And I had done an English assignment, and she said to me, "Maybe a career in journalism is not for you. Maybe you should look into PR." Because for my communications project, <laughs> I didn't do it, and I just bullshitted that I did. Yeah. My cousin Sandy had put on like a underage disco at her mum's restaurant. That's actually cute. And I said that I did that. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just I took some photos. You know, I was like, "Yeah, I'll put this on." And she said to me, "Maybe a career in journalism is not for you. Maybe you should look into a career in PR." Once I got my own show, I was going to be like, I just wanted to reach out to him and be like, I'm writing for ESPN. I would have done it. And I'm not even literate. <laughs> <laughs> and I got my own show on ESPN. <laughs> and I'm not even literate now. <laughs> I would have done it. I would have, I would have said. She wasn't at the high school anymore. Yeah, so. I would, but that's the kind of addictive person I am. Just on that point. I would be like, ah, you told me. Yeah, no, I'm serious. Maybe man, a Korean journalist. You know what's always stuck in my mind, man? My, in my mind, what's always stuck was year 11 fucking music, man. First semester, I won the VCE Music Award for year 11, right? Just because of what I did, I you know fucking made a whole bunch of tracks, performance, all that sort of shit. That was v- semester one. Semester two, we'd switched two teachers by that point. They gave us our third, our third for the semester two. Some washed up old cunt, and he turned around and he said to me, "If you can't sing and you can't read sheet music, you haven't got shit for a career in, in media like music and stuff." I went, "Cool, man, go fuck yourself." I dropped out of music by yeah what 2005. So like three years later, I was doing audio engineering. And then I ran a media company of my own, man, four, okay. four years later. There you go. You know, I had shit win awards in California. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the drive, the determination, the persistence. School doesn't mean shit, man, for a lot no, of things. No. You know what I mean? It's just a piece of paper. Like, I, even kids that are doing journalism courses these days, mate, you're wasting your money, honestly. You reckon? Yeah, 100%. Look at all these media companies that are being shut, like, journal- there's no jobs in journalism. AAP just got shut down. Fuck. Do you know what I mean? So all these people are looking for jobs, like... So what's going to happen? Like, what do you reckon the future is for journalism? It's tough. We're going to stop writing the news. That's what it's going to get... It's going to get... <laughs> no, you know what it is? It's going to get down to, like, these privatised companies controlling everything and pushing out the narrative that they want well, to push out. they're already doing it. Like they're Fox already doing News it. Yeah. and all that, they're already doing it. So, you know, AAP's important. Those things are... But these people... There's no more jobs now. In July, these people are going to be unemployed. What do you, so what do you reckon the future of journalism is? Like, as in, it's just going to be a funnel of, like, ten people controlling everything? I hope not. That's fucked. How, so how do you reverse that? That's a legit question. How do you actually reverse They've that? They've really got to find a way to monetize online stuff properly. Because the thing is, right, with online stuff... People don't want to pay for it. No, nah, of course not. I was talking about it today. Why should I pay for it when I can get it for free? Seven bucks for the Herald Sun every week. Who wants to pay that? Yeah, to read about Princess Megan, you yeah. know, like... My, I say that all the time, man. My G, you expect me to pay money for this? <laughs> like, I do like what the... You've heard of The Athletic, obviously. Yeah. So I like what they're doing, right? So it's like, what, three bucks a month, four bucks right. a month? Yeah. But they're putting quality content on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? They had a lot of investment rounds of investment millions and millions of dollars i like what they've done but the thing is like i don't subscribe to the athletic right but that's actually one that i would and look i'm part of the problem because that's the train of thinking that i got because i'm like well why why pay for it when i can get it for free but that is part of the problem right there so so then where do you go for your news let's say as a journalist yeah uh depending on the news so what are we talking about anything 
but anything world. Generally, basketball stuff, I still go to ESPN. All right, we'll go for your world news. As in... General media, like, as in what's going on I, in... I don't really check that, to be honest. Thank you for fuck. Yeah, no, no, thank you, I just don't check. I'll yeah, yeah. Check. yeah. You wait for the coronavirus to come to your door, and it's like, oh, <laughs> sorry better buy a mask. Yeah, it's already here. Coronavirus? <laughs> the Lakers are starting to fight. Did they spike beers, did they? <laughs> I don't know, man. To me, to this day, like, anytime your name comes up, like, I speak to your mum or something, I, I straight away, like, I think about where you're at, and it's still surreal to me, the fact that you've done this whole leg you know what i mean it, th- like it's fucked especially because i know where you've come from you know what i mean mean streets of east doncaster <laughs> 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 like just ate away <laughs> so 3109 <laughs> <bitches>. <laughs> hey i just did a t-shirt for a mate of mine one of my um rip your burbs t yeah donnie with the 3109 and the crown, black on black on black. Yeah, I wouldn't wear that. <laughs> I gave it to a good dual match. Just trust me, it looks sick. I'm like, you're a dickhead. No, it doesn't. <laughs> All right, so then what's your step from here as far as, like, journalism goes? Oh, there's no more journalism. I'm done with that. You I'm, reckon? I'm, no, I'm retired from journalism. 100%? Yeah, yeah. More, I want to do video production. Yeah. Stuff like if I can get a presenting gig. So I'm no longer with ESPN, just for everybody out there. <laughs> you know, I'm no longer with ESPN. Um, so yeah, no, no more journalism. That's that's a wrap. Even, even my last year, like I didn't enjoy it. I don't like writing. Once I got a taste of the on camera and behind producing features, it's like that's yeah, that's what I want to do. Fair enough. Yeah. That's weird. That's sort of like I went the other way, man. Like when I was doing media and stuff, I was always behind the boards doing production, writing, like all that shit, yeah. and like producing films and shit and now it's sort of like i'd rather be doing the opposite of yeah, that. yeah i'd rather be in front yeah you know, I, I don't know it's a weird thing so what are you what are you gonna do no idea mate <laughs> i don't no idea are you gonna look no for idea. are you still looking in australia are you gonna look to base yourself in australia or are you gonna get the fuck out oh uh, hopefully back in new york but yeah but who knows you want to do it in still like sports like um that would be the priority but i'm not limiting myself to that if there's something cool opening up outside of that yeah I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. That's crazy, man, because like, the last, like, literally 10 years, you've lived and breathed journalism. Not just that, but I've lived and breathed NBA. Yeah. So what's put, what's actually put you off behind the writing element of it? I just didn't enjoy it, man, anymore. What changed? It was it was over the last three years. Like, it's just like, you got to go through all that fucking work, man. Like, well, it's work. Yeah, I know, but like, you got to interview a guy for, like, let's say you do even just a five-minute interview, right? All right. You gotta transcribe that, then it's, you know what I mean? It was just, I didn't enjoy it. It was just like, I'd rather create visual stuff. You know, you know how much work is involved in creating visuals? I do, because I've done it. Exactly. Yeah. But it's it, still it, work. So it wasn't, yeah, and it wasn't so much the work. It was just, I didn't enjoy that whole transcribing and writing and searching for the new angle, like the stories that have already, like, I feel like we can do so much more with video. Yeah. We you can, can tell better stories, you know? Yeah, for sure. But like, I always wanted to be a writer yeah. like, my entire life when I was a kid. I used to write books when I was in fucking grade three, man, and, like, just even younger than that, man. Stupid books that had cats and dogs in my, like, ears with pictures that illustrate them. Up until I was, like, ten, yeah. I was literally telling anyone that... You know, you used to be a kid and you go to, like, the house parties and stuff. Did this nice to see what they It's like, don't name me Sigrafeas. I knew the word Sigrafeas when I was a kid. You know what I mean? That's a writer for, <laughs> for, for your non-Greek <laughs> listeners in the Dandenong area. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... I remember doing that as a kid, and then somewhere along the way, I don't know what changed, but I got, I just started, the, the, the doubt started coming through. I still wrote shit, but it wasn't for anyone to see, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I just, I just don't enjoy it anymore, man. Yeah. I don't enjoy it anymore. 
that's fucked. <laughs> like, but you still did it at the, like an elite level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, for me, that's it. ESPN was the highest. That was... Yeah. Can't really reach any higher. That's like, like nuts in self. Worldwide leader. You know what I remember? And I remember you sort of... <laughs> I remember this being really prominent. Do you remember your photobombing shit? Oh, that was classic. <laughs> that was classic, wasn't it? That still sticks in my yeah. head. And I always say, I'm going to get on your social media and just go through and try oh, and like, find a, them. Shit. I had that start. I posted one up recently where I'd photobombed Kobe, actually. Yeah, I remember so, that. Yeah, yeah, so I just posted that one up again recently just to, you know, yeah. RIP Kobe. Um, that started... <laughs> I still remember those, man. The first one was Nate Robinson when he was with the Bulls and he was shooting in the corner it was pre-game and I saw my it was my mate that was taking the photos my mate Gemini Keys and I saw Keys taking a photo so I was just like yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? and he sent it to me like afterwards and I was like alright you know cool I posted it up people were laughing you know yeah, blah, 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 blah. and then like I didn't even have in my mind like this is what I'm going to do you know but there was another game Carlos Boozer so he's signing autographs and and I was walking up with a, a coffee cup like this. Yeah. And I was coming up and I was just like, you know? And then it was just like, all right, who else can we do? Now, then it started gaining my, you know, like, who else can we do it to? So I just walk up behind, like, when I saw my friend was taking photos, I just walk up behind the play and be like, do something, yeah, yeah, back there, so. I think your Kobe one was pretty funny, but, man, like, your face. That one, it was just perfect, <laughs> yeah. man. It looked like I'd been photoshopped in there. <laughs> it was perfect. Like, he's a random white yeah. guy just, like, slapped in. It was like Costanza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the beach with that thing. I reckon you could have probably made it even bigger than it was, man. Like, yeah, I, I, I didn't want to risk my media credentials in here. You reckon? They'd be like, what are you doing? Do you reckon they would have had a go at you about it? I don't it? know, maybe. You never know. No one I, ever I, seen I, you? No, no, no. But I wasn't taking that chance. All right. Too much to lose. Here's something I actually don't remember about you, man. Who was your favorite team growing up in the NBA? Uh, Bulls, because of Michael Jordan. Standard. But when he retired, I didn't have a team. I don't have a team. Really? Yeah. I think. Once, once, I just like players after that, you know? Yeah, I like, can see that. Like 2004, I wanted the Lakers to win, you know what I mean? Then yeah. I liked the Spurs for a little bit. and I, um, When Shaq went to Miami, I wanted Miami to win. And then, you know, LeBron came here. I wanted LeBron to win. Like, I just like players, man. Yeah, fair enough. I was struggling to remember it because, like, obviously, no, I, I played. Like, I want. I, I love LeBron. I think he's the best I've ever seen. So, I want LeBron. to You reckon be, LeBron's the greatest? Yeah, without it. There's a difference between no, no, best. No. There's a difference between best and greatest. Okay, that greatest. If it has to be that discussion now, we'll have it. All right. No, no, no. And mind you, like my basketball knowledge is teetered off. Yeah, I'm stuck in the nineties. Great, you know greatest, I mean? greatest is legacy. What you've done on and off the court. Yeah. Right. It's your legacy, as long as as well as your on court skill. You will never beat Jordan's legacy. Okay. Look what he's done. You know what I mean? He's got his own fucking company that's worth two billion dollars. That's an offshoot of Nike because his shoes are so popular. Yeah. He had that influence on the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, obviously, on court, six championships. Like the guy was a beast. You know what I mean? He's the greatest of all time. You reckon? Like, hands down. Greatest. It's not even a discussion the to be best, had. No. The best basketball <laughs> player The best basketball player I've seen in my lifetime yeah. is LeBron James. In your lifetime? Yeah. Well, I can't speak for guys that played in the 60s. I never watched them play, so... Okay. I can only talk about guys from Larry Bird, because that's when I started watching basketball. Larry yeah. Bird, Magic Johnson, 
that era onwards. Okay. You, like, I hate it when guys like my age are like, well, what about Wilt Chamberlain? Yeah, Did you Jack. watch Wilt Chamberlain play, man? Dr. J or, or something. Or are you going off yeah. some YouTube highlights and what you read on the stats, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I can't, I can't include that. My lifetime, LeBron James. He's the best basketball player I've ever seen in my life. I'm retired, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look after my investment. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I have this conversation all the time when people talk about basketball, like, greatest here. And it's sort of like the same about how you said, I like players, I don't like teams and shit. Like, I've watched, I've spruiked so many, so often, I've spruiked Larry Bird as a fucking nut of a player. He was. Because... Bad, bad man. <laughs> bad, bad man. Like, he would come out and tell you, I'm dropping 40 today. I drop 40. Yeah. That's the shit that used to get me. The fact that he would go into arenas and find out what was the most points ever scored, yeah. like a left-handed shooter. Yeah, and then just go, I'm shooting left-handed all night. <laughs> yeah. And then beat that record. Yeah. Like, he was a bad man. <laughs> the fucking... the um, Anyone the, that tells you Larry Bird was not a good player... That's what pisses me off. He sort of gets lost in that conversation. Yeah, I, I don't talk to those people. Why do you reckon he gets lost? Just because he's white? Yeah. <laughs> It, it is, man. He, he, old, you know, not old, but he wasn't old at the time. But he was that slow, unathletic white guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he was a freak. But also, kids these days, man, he wasn't shit. You're twelve, man. Don't, yeah, don't talk to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was going to say, what do you prefer watching, the new era or say the era that we grew up? Oh watching? no, the new era. You reckon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? Because I don't want to watch games that are like seventy-eight to seventy-seven, man. <laughs> I want to see some points on the fucking board. <laughs> yeah, it's like footy where you want to see... This, is, this era is the best ever. Like, yeah. it's evolution, right? Yeah. With evolution, everyone just gets better with evolution. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was good. Everyone's like, man, it was more physical back then. It was more physical, but it, the defenses are better now because the schemes have gotten more complicated. Do you know what I mean? Defensive schemes you and all that sort of stuff. can't just be a hard nut and no, bust man, people got, Yeah, do you know what I mean? But then you've got the thing, all they do is shoot three-pointers. That's only really come in the last two, three years. Well... When did Steph Curry, like, it was maybe 2014-15, you know what I mean? Steph Curry started dropping them from half court, and then everyone was like, well, maybe I can shoot him from half court too, <laughs> you know? But so that's, that's just, the, that's, you know that the, is, that's the evolution that's, of the game. I was going to say, that's an evolution of the times, man. I mean, back, you watch, have you seen the old videos of, like, the 60s and 70s and the 50s when they're fucking doing buckets from, like, half court? Yeah, <laughs> the most, yeah, it looks like the most uncoordinated dribbling and crossover. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, but how can you tell me a guy from then, yeah. you know, he can play in the modern era like he can't, you know? Well, that's when you see freaks like LeBron. That's why it's like, you should just judge players. You know, I know I say Jordan's the greatest, LeBron's, you know, he's the best I've ever seen. You go, what if LeBron played Jordan? Why not? You can't, because you, you don't know. Well, it's like Mike Tyson and Muhammad Ali. Yeah. How they said for years, like, who would win in a fight? Oh, Muhammad Ali would smash him. It's like, no, wait a second, man. Tyson... If he connects on his chin... Tyson, all Tyson... Tyson was fucking fast. He still is. Have you seen that video of him recently? Yeah, 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 man. Dude, I was watching Tyson... Dude, I had my mate's first birthday... uh, Mate's kid's first birthday the other night, yesterday, and I was sitting in my my studio watching Tyson clips. I was going to do work. I said, now, fuck this. I was watching Tyson's... Bad motherfucker. Yeah. And you look at Tyson, man, and he was as fast as Muhammad Ali was, like, just, like, agility-wise, like, moving, you know what I mean? Not Maybe not punching, but, like, his quick, his movement and his his peekaboo style. But then when he connected, man, he killed people. Oh, yeah. You'd, they died. He'd murder you. Yeah, like, <laughs> one punch, gone. Muhammad Ali never had that not, kind of power. Not, not enough money in the world to get me in the ring with Tyson, oh, dude, <laughs> not, not enough to get me run a few ring yeah, laps around nah, the ring, nah, man. No, 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 no chance. But that's what I'm saying. People are like, oh, Muhammad Ali was the greatest. It's like... On what context, man? Was he the baddest man who ever went to the ring? See, no. that's the thing with Ali. They're judging that more on what he did outside the ring too, right? 
Oh, well, like, don't get me wrong, he fought wars in the ring and he had classic fights and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah. yeah, yeah. But everyone's like, well, he... It was active, yeah. You know what I mean? That, Went to, that, yeah. But that's, again, that's the greatest, that's more of the whole legacy, you know? That's more. The, that's what I say about Jordan. Whole legacy, you're not topping that, man, what this man has done. You know what I mean? But as far as basketball skill, LeBron James is the most skilled basketball player I've ever seen in my life. The, way, the best yeah, basketball player in my that's life. That's the thing. Like, what Jordan did was, like, revolutionising that next sort of tier, like the franchise and the commercialism, the commercial aspect he of it. He introduced all that. Yeah. You know? He was the first dude. To like, do, LeBron, like dude, LeBron can't do that because it's already been done. Dude, if you have to pick an AFL player, right? Like, we're not comparing codes of what's better, but I'm saying... If you had to pick an AFL player of who sort of changed the game in that sense, who would you name? Oh, I don't watch AFL closely enough to know. Okay. Straight away, what I say, right, is um, because like, obviously you get like, a lot of Essendon supporters floating around, right? They, they don't know football. But they start talking about Hurd being like the, the greatest player, la, la, la. And I say, dude, whatever legacy he had, he ruined it with this whole Sada shit, right? The drug thing, yeah? And then they start talking about his, like what he did and how he changed the game. Go, he didn't change shit. He was a good player. But you ask me, Kudafidis was the fucking first player that did it. Why? He was bankable. He was marketable. He he got he got fined because of his fucking sneakers. He had Adidas white fucking runners. He was the first cunt to do it. You know what I mean? They had to sign a separate contract for him the way Jordan did with his shoes. Mm. You know what I mean? He introduced that running game. He introduced that athletic-based muscular physique, changed the running game, the tackling. Like, it was more, less about kicking the ball, but more about running and, and being like an athlete as yeah. opposed to just a fucking fat fuck full forward that just sat there and punted goals like yeah, Jason Dunstall or something. You know what I mean? That revolutionized it, 95, 96. And people don't know what to say. They're just like, you know. I don't know. Mm. That's why I say with, like, LeBron, I haven't watched his career like the way I watch, say, Jordan's yeah. or Pippen's or whatever. But when you get a guy that big, runs the ball like the way he does, the way he handles, the way he shoots, it's like, what are you fucked? Like, yeah, I love when people say, oh, he could never have played in Jordan's era, it was too physical. My like, gee, he's 6'8", 260 pounds. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he can handle Bill fucking Lane Beer. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Bill Lane Beer. Like, like just based on that, and it blows my mind when people still bring up that argument and, like, all that shit. Jordan, like... You can't argue with the fact that, yeah, like you said, Jordan started that legacy, that franchising, that marketability, blah, 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 blah. Now play, every player's got a shoe now. You know what I mean? Like it's when they get drafted, it's like, oh, and what, what color shoe do you want? That's the thing. That's one of the, it was like they sign with a company that's going to promise them a signature shoe. Yeah. Shout out to Yanni, though. Got that signature <laughs> shoe. Freak ones. Ah, ah, gang, gang. First Greek man with the shoe. <laughs> uh, see, that's the thing. I haven't seen enough of his shit. Like, I've got no idea. What, like, I have an idea, but... I haven't watched enough games to say, like, what the deal is with Yanni. Yanni? Yeah. Like, what's the draw for you, like, other than being Greek and, like, a, a freak? The guy's six foot <laughs> eleven, man, and he can do everything, maybe not shoot as well as he probably yeah. could, but the guy's a beast, man. Both ends of the floor. If it wasn't for LeBron James, who is still the best player in the league, even at age 35, Yanni's the best player in the world. Take LeBron out of the equation, Yanni's the best player in the world. You reckon? <laughs> he's going to be MVP again this year, back to back. Yeah, he's going to get it. Yeah, who do you reckon his direct competition will be once LeBron retires? Who Yanni? Yeah, uh, Harden's older, so no. I think Zion Williamson. You reckon? When you give him a couple of years to get under his, you know, get his feet yeah. in the league and all. That, yeah, he'll be a beast. People are forgetting that kid. He's a kid. He's a big kid. They're expecting, they're expecting <laughs> him to be like LeBron. Kid. And you know what? That's what pisses me off. Every time you watch one of these, like... Ain't many like LeBron. Nah. 
It, like, it shits me every time I see a wrap-up of a game or, like, catching news about some game or some shit, and, like, yeah, Simmons has a shit night, and it's like, oh, you know, career fucking in turmoil or some shit. It's like, dude, he had a bad game. Yeah, they have really... Look, there's too much overreaction in the NBA because there's so many games. They need storylines, man. So, <laughs> it's like there's 82 regular season games. Yeah. Like, I hate the regular season. Like, you don't need that many games. I mean, like, who cares if you lost a game on a Tuesday night in the middle of January? You've got another 52 coming after this. Like, it's it's not a big deal, you know what I mean? Why do you think it is? Just because of the amount of teams or because of the... About a team, it's always been like they've always had an 82 regular game season, even when they had less teams. It's always been 82, so okay, they need to reduce it though. It's too many. Do you reckon it's going to stagnate again? The NBA, yeah, I mean, popularity is at an all time high. They reckon the TV ratings are down this year. Why do you reckon that is? I think people are just like bored, yeah, yeah, bored because of the. the- type of game that it is now that's a part of it that's all just people just think it's all people shooting you know three-pointers and all that yeah, sort of yeah, stuff yeah. it's been so dominant in recent years of golden state, state you yeah. know and so i think people just like and like i said there's two like why am i tuning in on a wednesday like the games don't mean as much yeah like if you lose regular season games they don't mean as much if you're in the premier league right 38 games home and away every game counts yeah like if you drop three points and I'm an Arsenal fan, so I know a lot about dropping three I points. I'm an Arsenal fan too. <laughs> <laughs> so if you drop three points, they count. Like, for example, Arsenal, we're eight, uh, eight points behind Chelsea for fourth, right, which is the last yeah. Champions League. If we'd just won two games of the ones that we had dropped, we'd be right up there. Do you know what I mean? In the like, conversation. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So every game counts. In the NBA, it just honestly, it just counts what you do in the playoffs. That's like, like the you could go in, like the Cavs made the finals, was it two years ago? As what were they, a sixth seed, fifth seed, or something like that? Like, as long as you're healthy heading into the playoffs and you've got LeBron on your team. <laughs> mate, you just need LeBron. Mate, who, you do. <laughs> like, who cares what you, if you lost the game in the middle of February? Yeah. Does it really matter, you know? That's like a film, man. I know, like, you. T- teams lose the first three games of the season. And it's people like, get in a panic. Yeah, it's like, forget it. Like, they're not seen September. You've lost three games. You've lost a quarter of the season already. Yeah, that, it's hard to make up those games. Yeah. In the NBA, 82 games, like, <laughs> if you lose one or two, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Send your B team out for the last 10 games straight. All the road they, games. They do. Most of it, for the, like, towards the end of the regular season, they do send them out. I was looking at play once with New York the year that they won 17 games. <laughs> Towards the end of the season, I was like, who are these players? So I'm like, well, like I don't know <laughs> who you. Who interviewing? Yeah, no, so, I wasn't interviewing, but I was just like, who are you? I've never seen you before. Yeah, I hadn't. Like, where'd you come from? They just got some dudes off the street. Like, um, <laughs> Throw a shirt yeah. on, get on the court. <laughs> I was going to say, like, you're on the athlete thing, yeah? Like, you say LeBron's a freak. Yanni's obviously a freak. Who do you reckon they were most athletic sort of players that of all time in the NBA that just stood out? Because, like... I think of the, the classic era players, and they all had that one trigger thing, yeah? Like, Reggie Miller was that lanky fucking kid, just used to have that shooting arc, you know what I mean? He could just drop bombs from everywhere. Do you remember, like, growing up watching Stockton and Price and thinking, how the fuck are these cunts in the NBA? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, good, don't get me wrong, good play, very good players. Yeah. But it's like, Stockton or Steph Curry? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. My G. It's... <laughs> <laughs> 
Because you have, yeah, like you couldn't like, have you them. say stock, then I'm drug testing you straight away. <laughs> like you are high on crack. It was like Skiles, bro. I used to love Skiles. Another one. Like, you know what I mean? My guy. Do you know how much he's done, though, as far as his record? Yeah, he's got the highest assist. 30. Yeah. Like, highest assist, like fucking. Like, yeah, I'm not saying he was a bad player, but I'm like, Scott Skiles as your point guard or Russell Westbrook? <laughs> I was watching, I was watching the other day, Garnett's fucking um, dunk comp from back in like oh, yeah. 2000. Here's another one, seven foot one, man, without like, yeah, like, how are you stopping that? <laughs> I always felt like, I saw, that's when I dropped out of basketball, when Tim Duncan, Garnett, like Ray Allen, all these players were sort of like at their peak, that's when I stopped following it, I sort of, that, that shit me. Like, I look at this play, I look at the highlight reels now, I'm thinking, how the fuck did I miss out on this era? Mm. You know what I mean? But then I get the, then I get, I have arguments with people over, like, whether Sean Kemp could play today or not. Prime Sean Kemp? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You reckon? Yeah. Uh, they always talk about how, like. Yeah, no, Prime Sean Kemp, yeah. Not when he was fat, <laughs> towards the end. <laughs> he, he hit about 380 pounds. Just Google it, Sean Kemp Orlando, see how fat he was. Are you serious? Yeah. Just put in Sean Kemp fat. <laughs> What are you doing fucking finding these in your free time or some shit? Everyone knows how fat he was, man. Like, I know, but like, the fact that the YouTube video actually exists... Of no, sure. just Google it. Go to Google Images. Wait, hang on. There's got to be a video. Yeah. There's got to be a video. Here we go. Sean Kemp fat. When was he his fattest? No, Orlando. Oh, Orlando. Look at that. Holy shit. Where the Bulls won. Hey, is that Sean Kemp? I don't even know. Yeah, it's got to be Sean... <laughs> I just remember him on Orlando being huge. Look at See? When did he play at the Bulls? Nah, that's not him. Nah, that's not him. Because he was at the Cavs. Well, I don't think he was at the Bulls. He's fucking big. That's Sean Kemp. Like, he was always that, like, fucking, like, physical dude. Like, he's the fuck what's up. Prime Sean Kemp. Yeah, not fat Sean Kemp. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you such a malaka? (laughs) You're right off my, like, the greats from, like, the classic era as a fucking malaka. No, I told you, you can play in this era, but not... Fat version of him. <laughs> I was going to say, one thing that we've always actually argued about was um, hip-hop, right? And I always remember, always, it was one of the last times before you went back to New York, like you'd come here, met up with you at Chapel, and you gave me a fucking 2 chain CD. 2 chains. <laughs> you were on 2 chains, like, just as it was coming in and became big. I, I was on 2 chains when he was still called Titty, Titty Boy. Boy. Yeah, I remember him as Titty Boy. Yeah. How... <laughs> I sort of think you jumped the gun on that one, man. That cut's disappeared. Yeah, he had his time. <laughs> he had his time. <laughs> Only reason why I'm bringing it up is because Eminem mentioned him in his last... Um, do, you, do you listen to music to... Not in 2020, mate. <laughs> you reckon? Eminem, please. Good. He hasn't been relevant in a while. That's really fucking I weird. I can't listen to his music. Even his old song, I can't listen to Marshall Mathers. In, you know, like... Are you serious? Yeah, man, it doesn't hasn't dated well. For you? For a lot of people. I reckon... That's the thing, man. Like, I can't listen to... Um, I haven't listened to... I listened to the last one and Kamikaze. The two before that. Mushroom Matters LP2 and uh, Revival I didn't listen to. Uh, Basura. Straight Basura. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't bother. And then, for me, like, I've got the Simshade LP on my arm, but, like, it teetered out after, like, Encore, right? Like, that whole relapse recovery shit. It was just yeah. too commercial, whatever. Like, started changing. I don't like the fact that he's... He went from the anti-hero to being like a pop culture, a figure in pop culture now. Like every cunt, 
is on the Eminem bandwagon and being embraced everywhere. You know what I mean? It's it, and that fast and the the chopper flow shit. I grew up listening to Twister and Bone Thugs. You yeah. know what I mean? Now he's doing it and it's a gimmick and every cuts a guy so quick. Um, like, look, Eminem, you could always tell his music was never going to age well. Can he rap? Yeah, fucking know if he could rap. But it was always like I, I'm 38. Mark, I can't listen to a grown man going skip it. Do da, do da, do da, do da, da. You know what I mean? Like, only reason I brought it up because he was talking about two chains, and he's like, people criticise Eminem because he hasn't hit his his numbers that he did like in his heyday. Yeah, no one's going to hit those numbers but, anymore. Though. Yeah, but people overlook people like two chains who has been around in the game for as long as Eminem has, and he's. He's still been consistent, but he hasn't hit those numbers. But why aren't people bringing that up? You know what I mean? And no disrespect to him or like Tech Nine or any of those cunts. That's what I was going to ask you. What are you actually listening to now? Because I have no idea. The last two years? Yeah. Because so? you were talking about Lil Uzi before. I'm like, get yeah, fucked. Lil Uzi vert, mate. <laughs> you got to get with the times. <laughs> you got to get with the times. I can't stand that shit, man. I, I actually downloaded Meg The Stallion's album the other day. Okay. And it was Basura. I took it off straight away, deleted it. I heard it once. I was like, no, this is no good. It's <laughs> oh, terrible. Um, the last two years, man, I've actually been listening to more UK. Really? Yeah. Well, like Bugsy Malone and fucking... No, I mean, I like... I, do you know Dave? Yeah. I think he's an incredible artist. He's actually my favorite artist since Jay-Z. That was Dave, another, that Dave was, is fucking incredibly talented. Like he's my him gigs. I just love that Roadman rap. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love gigs. Um, I like Stormzy too. I think his new album is going to be too commercial, but I enjoyed it. Um, who else? Uh, Jay Huss as well. See, so, so actually, deep into that shit. Yeah, I love. It falls I've, in line with you liking uh, chicks from the UK. I like chicks from everywhere, my friend. No, no, no. You can't take my line because uh, I've been saying that for years. Skepta, right. yeah, Skepta as well. Um, I, I listen to a lot. I listen to everybody, man. I listen to Dancehall, Vibes Cartel. Um, what's that girl's name? Oh, fuck, I've got the album on my... I actually didn't know that. Coffee. Have you heard Rapture by Coffee? No. She's fucking brilliant. Yeah? If you like reggae, yeah. Um, I listen to a lot of, you know, the Latino music. Yeah, yeah. J Balvin, Daddy Yankee. I can't stand Daddy Yankee, man, because he's too commercial. I like, like J Balvin better, but, you know, Bad Bunny's the shit. Yeah, Bad, Bad Bunny's Bunny, cool. Yeah, Bad, Bad, Bunny's cool. Bad Bunny and Jay Balvin are my two favourites. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant to say um, Bad Bunny, not Daddy Yankee. Dad, um, Jay Balvin and, and Bad Bunny Bad are my two, yeah, yeah. two favourites. I was smashing that. What was that fucking song, the one that, like, his one single that, like, smashed everything? Um, the one with Drake? No, 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 no. Oh, what was it called? Hang on. I've got my fucking... Uh, hang on, hang on. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I, 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 I haven't heard his new album. It's, it's meant to be good. People keep telling me it's good. But I've got no idea. I was going to say to you... That's actually something I never, um, I never actually got out of here. I know Jay Z is like your, your greatest of all time. Yeah, <laughs> that's like a no. <laughs> oh, he just looks up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I can't. Like, I don't know. Man, I, I listen to a lot of dancehall, man. I've been listening to a lot of dancehall recently. Vibes really? Cartel, Vibes Cartel, Pop Khan. Um, who else? Mavado, Mavado's like. So you stopped listening to like. You used to be all about hip hop, like that I was still, it. I still am, I think, but it's not. It, there's nothing that really excites me. Really? Yeah, nothing really excites me. There was a kid, a young kid, man, new, one of the new generation that I, I listened to. His album, I was like, "Fuck, this is pretty good." I download. I can't remember what it is now. <laughs> so that's bad. That's bad when you download. No, I actually download a lot of music. I listen to a lot of shit. Yeah, so, so do I. I Forgot, dude. I, I showed someone the other day, like what my playlist looks, playlist looks like, 
And I was, I was showing him. I'm like, yeah, he's like a metal track. He's some jazz numbers from like oh, the 60s. Um, Pop Smoke. Oh, Pop Smoke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. I like his album. I haven't heard the uh, album. R.I.P. Yeah, another one. Yeah, we were talking about yeah. it. We did, um... Are you actually who I... I didn't listen to until after he died. XXX Tentacion. I listened. I first read about him the day he died. Yeah, I was on the train coming yeah. into the city. And like I I'd thought, heard about him before, but I never listened. Right? Yeah. And then when he died, I was like, "Let me listen to his album." No, I was driving up to Bristol to film the show with my co-host, yeah. and he was listening to it in the car. I go, "You yeah, the fuck's this?" He goes, "XXX." I was like, "Oh shit!" I go, "He was pretty talented, man. It was just a real eclectic." Yeah, it he was went from rock to fucking hip hop to you know this and that, whatever. So I downloaded the album. I was like, "This is not too bad." Some I, of that lo-fi shit was all right. Like, I downloaded his new or oh, new. They released an album yeah. recently um i've only had time to listen to a couple of tracks one of them was actually with um mavado and uh <laughs> and tory lanes yeah do you like tory lanes i don't mind him he's all right man yeah, I, I actually like him. his shit yeah it's i like, don't mind him it's like classic r&b but not cl- like yeah you know what i mean yeah plus it's got that yardy sort of yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. i was gonna say um did you listen to fucking nipsey hustle's album at all yes yes very good victory lap is you reckon yeah i like it. where you going Water. <laughs> you could just ask him, man. I'll reach across and grab it. You're the one talking, sir. All right, relax. What do you mean you don't do this? It's just water. Are you for real? You're actually picking water. Yeah. It's just water. It's all from the same fucking warehouse. I, I normally just drink Fiji water. But... <laughs> all right, so I've got to bring in like a slab of Fiji just sitting here. Just for me. I was going to talk, you want to talk about legacy, and that was something that came up. I can't remember, what's his name? That whack fucking 100 where his name is? Takashi69. No, 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 no. His actual name was, um, Whack 100 came out and said that Nipsey Hussle's legacy is not the greatest of all time. Like they're talking about, you know, he's like this Tupac of this generation. Yeah. And Wack 100 came out and he said, how many world tours did Nipsey Hussle do? None. How many nationwide tours did he do? None. How many major releases? One. How can you say he's like, his legacy is going to be revered I, forever? You know what I mean? I, it will be. That, no, it I'm will just be. saying. But, I, look. Uh, look, dude, for e- the record. Every generation. For the record, I love Victory Lap. Yeah. Man. I reckon it was brilliant. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. Every generation. Like, me, I think Jay-Z is the greatest of all time, right? Okay. The Jay-Z, I mean, the generation after me probably thinks Little Wayne is, right? The generation after that probably thinks Drake. Every, the new kids... Drake's not a rapper. The new kids, <laughs> right? You know, they're going to think Little Uzi Vert or someone's the great... Like, each generation's got their thing. They're not wrong, because that's who they've grown up with, right? That's what's influenced their life. That's what's shaped their life. Yeah, but you know what, man? At some point, you got to look at the art form it's in its... In I, I get it, I get you know it. You know what but, I mean? But if... If some kid that's 16 or 17 and XXX Tentacion is the one that spoke to him, he's going to think that's who... Like, Yeah, I, I get mean? it. I get it, yeah. Like, for me, I didn't live the lifestyle that Jay-Z lived growing up, but I could relate to his music, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I appreciated it as a writer for the way he conveyed and said things, yeah. you know what I mean? These days, they ain't rapping, man. No. We, know, we know that. So no, they're not. They're, they're relating to this music in a different way. You know, the message is gone, like from what it was, man. You know, and that's the thing. Like you, you. Someone said there was rappers went from being the hustler and selling the drugs to being the users these days. Yeah, because everyone's everyone fuck. They're fried. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's on drink, yeah, man. Everyone's fried. I actually thought about that, man. Like I like I like Paul Wall shit. Yeah, and yeah. You've always liked Paul. Paul's a gun, yeah. man. 
Dude, I don't care. Like, for, he doesn't come... If you watch his interviews, he's humble as fuck. Right. He's, like, from the South, man. He's just humble as shit. He's a gentleman. And he's shit. He doesn't claim to be, like, the best rapper ever. But he's... It's relatable, man. The way he flows just sounds casual and shit. The way we talk, like, in, like from where I grew up, it's lax. You know what I mean? You can just hear his fucking accent just breaking through. And he's just... He's just chill with it, you know mm. what I mean? But when he sounds focused and he's actually laying his, his facts out, he smashes it, man. If I gave you a bootleg of, like, ten top tracks, you'd actually see it and go, fuck, man, like, that's actual hip-hop. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? He's conveying the message, like you just said. Jay, you relate it to Jay-Z's writing. But that's the thing, man. Like, who's, like all these cunts, man, little Pump and fucking all these little cunts that are coming up, even the mumble cunts, man, like Migos and stuff, I can't... I don't get it, man. Pop Smoke, man, like, I like a few of the tracks... But it just gets lost. Yeah, like, I wouldn't like. I like the album, but it's not something I can listen to start to finish. That's what like, I'm saying. You want to skip it? You just go to the the track. They just sound too similar, man. Like yeah. you hit them up, it's the same beats. I mean, at one point, all the music was like. <laughs> 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 I'm not trying to sound old. I'm just saying. Like I don't know who started that. Whether it was Future or Migos. I think it was Future. You know, it was like, <laughs> and I don't mind Future. Like, I like Future. I like Migos too. You know what I mean? But like a whole album, like start to finish. Ah, uh, my G. No, nah, man. No. I can't. Like I listen to a feature every now and then. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, all right, I'll do this for a bit, and it is what it is. But and that's what gets me. The fact that like when you look at hip hop and rap, and you look at the art form in itself, like. Fuck, man. Like, you can't. Like, how can you compare shit like that? Like, man, I pulled up DMX's album, one of his last ones. Like, not his last ones. And then there was X. And I was just listening to this shit. Like, DMX was fucked, man. DMX was on point. And he, like, was in the era of, like, Jay-Z and, like, all the cunts coming out of New York. You know what I mean? He was in the hub of it and he was doing something different. He was raw as fuck. And cunts were scared of him, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just got fried <laughs> by the end of it. But did you see, like, I remember when... I'll never forget it, man. Like, I'll see if I can find it. Like, dead set. This is still by far... This popped up on my Insta the other day, man. And this is still by far one of the funniest shit ever. I love because he didn't sit down the whole interview. No, nah, man, he's just fried. He's cemental. Lyrically? Absolutely. I feel him. <laughs> I'm not going to say lyrically, but I feel him. He's not, he's, he's not Yeah, he's not a great lyricist. I feel him. No, no, no. He's not a great lyricist. We're talking about lyrics. I feel him. Oh, right. I feel him. Right. Like, if I had to compare him, I'd say, like, like Rick Ross is dope lyrically. You know? Mm. If I had to compare it to I think Rick Ross was more like Biggie, Jeezy was more like Pac. Because Pac wasn't the best lyricist, but you felt him. Rick Ross looks more like Biggie. <laughs> Rick Ross. I think that's a point. Right. Well, I guess. I guess. Right, so you got to love DMX. Now, now for you. I'm just not impressed, man. Real talk. I'm just not so impressed. So who impresses DMX right now? Um, Anybody? Me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um... This is in 2012. It's nice. Yeah. Nicole. Nicole is nice. You know, literally, you know, I heard his first song on the radio before I even knew who it was. Like, damn, who's that? Mm -hmm. You mean? Like, just grab my attention like that. Um, I'm surprised you don't like Ross lyrically, man. Ross be He's all right, man. He, he yeah, I like Ross lyrically. Yeah. I like, I like <laughs> you, know, you know, girlfriend too much, you know? <laughs> you know, like, you know, how much can it eat? <laughs> how much meat can you smoke? Huh? Like, all right. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. I know you got a you got a Maybach, you got the Aston Martin. Okay, no, no, good for you. Damn, man. Yeah. They, they, come on, we I see a whole other side of the coin, son. What do you, you think mean? about Little Wayne? He, he, I, I'm, we got a good relationship. I see. I don't. I, I, don't, cool. I, I think cool. well, everything you said about Wayne is exactly what I, everything you just said about Ross is what I think about Wayne. Yeah. I think all he talks about is smoking weed yeah. and a whole bunch of. I, I said we cool. I, I, I said, what you know, about Drake? Said, you like man. Drake? No. <laughs> my man. He even say That's my guy right there. No, no. That's why X is necessary no, in the game right no, there. Man. Now, why don't you like Drake? I don't like anything about Drake. <laughs> my I, I don't like his...
voice. I don't like that. He talks about I don't. I don't. See, I be trying to tell his face. It's fat. He's nothing. I might just let me shut up. Stop right there. Damn it, man! No, but listen. That's why DMX is necessary. You know why? Because when you got these legendary hip, this is why the game has gotten so whack. You got legendary hip hop figures who just get these guys passes. Yeah. Who don't say anything? Who don't say it's okay? No dudes, nothing. It's okay to say yo, this dude is whack. I think he's whack. It's okay to say that. That's too much politics. It's too much politics. You don't gotta act like you like something for what? Gulping and burping. Oh my god. For those that don't know what that means, sucking. They got it. They got it. Dude, that was in 2012. Yeah. He was saying that in 2012. Now he's just fucked. Like you just want. He's even more fried. He's cooked. He was meant to come to Melbourne. I tried buying tickets, and he just ended up getting cancelled every time. Yes. But man, what he's saying, yeah, man. But what he's saying is 100%. Like, I can't just get into this shit just because it's out. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, I, I'm the same way, but, you know. And I'm not into, like, falling into the old shit, like KRS-One or Rakim or whatever, saying, oh, this is the only real hip-hop, blah, 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 blah. But I can't pretend, like, the shit that's coming out now is anywhere on the same level. I can't remember who it was. I downloaded their album because everyone was talking about it. Like, that, you know. I don't know who. Probably Lupe. No, 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 no. I remember, you know what, I remember you said the best quote once, man. We're talking about new releases, and you said something like, Lupe Fiasco is going to get five marks because he's Lupe. Yeah. That's it. And that, that triggered something in me, man, because every time, this was back in like 2008, I still remember this, man. I was at a Gone Away, I was going overseas to Southeast Asia, and this, this Gone Away that we were holding, there's a predominant crowd of like these wannabe ghetto heads from like Brighton, like out that base side, you know what I mean? Like, not from fucking anything, they were just all into hip hop all of a sudden, you know what I mean? And they were all talking about Lupe's album. And I'd never heard of this shit. I heard, like, two tracks. And they were talking about, like, they were fucking hip-hop, like, you know, historians. And they were talking about Lupe and Lupe. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Why? Because it was Lupe Fiasco. Yeah. He kind of loved it. Where is he now? I, um, I downloaded an album by Sheck Wes. Uh-huh. Yeah! I remember Sheck Wes! Because <laughs> he, like, last year in New York, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing that song that... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Mo Bamba, right? You yeah. couldn't go anywhere. That was huge. And everyone was talking about Sheck West, Sheck West. So I downloaded this out. Now, let me just preface this by saying I don't mind that track, right? Like if you're out in a club and you, you know what I mean, it goes off. But a whole album? I felt retarded after listening to that, man. Like, Dude, I'll never forget. I'll never forget. It killed brain I cells. You, I, sent you I deleted a, it. I was like, this is no good. I sent you a track by this guy, um, Monta Montana of 300, out of Chicago. And he was just straight bars, like straight battle rap fucking bar thing. And you said, what is this struggle rap shit, man? Struggle rap, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what you said. You said it's struggle rap. And I started laughing. And I said, oh, oh, what the fuck are you listening to? So you sent me that Sheck Wes track. I heard about 50 seconds. And I just remember messaging him, like, what is this shit? And you're like, your words were, my guy, this is number one in America yeah. right now. You can go anywhere in New York without hearing that. Where is he? My bumba. <laughs> Check Wes. He's got a new album coming out soon. I'm like his A&R now. New album coming out. Exclusive. May 25th. Drop a bomb on him. Check <laughs> <laughs> Wes. Seriously. I, he never blew up here. As in like, we yeah. heard about him, but he lasted for about a minute. Yeah. Is he still any form of relevant? Uh, yeah, I mean, that was only last year. So, like, he's got a new album coming out. He's on some show the other day that I was watching. You know we'll see. Me? We'll see when the second album comes out, man. You know what killed me was when Soldier Boy was on uh, Hot 97. Oh, no, The Breakfast Club, sorry. And he was, t he was doing a full fucking interview. 
And um, the one where he loses his shit. Yeah, about Drake. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that that interview, man, that actually changed my perspective on on Soldier Boy. Because like we obviously knew him from when he blew up. Yeah, like I was Soldier like, Boy. Oh, watch me, crank it. Watch Dude, me. Oh. That track goes off, man. Superman. You know? <laughs> watch me, do. Dude, that track still goes off. If I hear it in a club, I'll lose my shit. All right, but obviously, like I was about twenty three when he blew up. So he was like 16, 17, and like blowing up. And that was, he was the first of the viral rappers yeah, on the was. net. Yeah, he did it. He, he set the blueprint yeah. up, man. And he produced that track on his own with like free software. And I still remember in that interview, man, he's saying how he's the one that created the fucking blueprint. How can you not give him credit? Yeah. Whether you want to disrespect him. Yeah, no, no, I was actually thinking about that the other day, actually. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Even at that point, like he's made that effect. And now they're talking about, you know, all the cunts that are coming out now saying they're like, how can you compare, like, say, Nipsey Hussle's lyrics to the dudes coming out, like, like Uzi and fucking all them? How can you compare it? No, they're two different types of things. Two but different types of artists. How can they even be in the same conversation? Is what I'm saying. Why are they even in the same conversation? <laughs> He's just shrugged. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, um, anyway, we're gonna have to wrap this up. My manager's telling you you're gonna have to wrap this up. I do need to go to the toilet as well. Cut with you, man. I was just gonna say I need to eat, man. My, my manager's is telling you, yo, wrap it up, wrap B. it up, B. wrap it up, B. <laughs> Dude, my like the last time I heard you say that, we're at the christening. We're sitting there. I, I think you're who was getting christened? Someone in your family, man. And we're, Goddamn we're the, Greek priest taking too long. Their shit. Too long. You're wrap it up, B. And you're like disgusting. <laughs> wrap it up. We're church. We're falling over each other. Alright, I just want to say thank you for fucking coming finally. Alright, as a point of context, like I said. It was your honor to have me here, man. It was. <laughs> the honor was all yours. The honor was all yours. You're my like. I'm just saying thank you finally. Gang, gang. Alright. Um, I'll tell you what, I'm going to bring you back in when we have a massive fucking argument over hip hop with a few other heads. Definitely. Because, you, yeah, nah, fuck you, man. You're still... Hey, you want to have me back on and you're telling me, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> hey, man, I'll bring you two bottles of Fiji water. Yeah, that's, I need Fiji water. <laughs> I need some organic, skinless, cooked chicken breast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rider in your trailer is going to be fucking the side of the budget of this entire studio. All right, thanks a lot, my luck. Right, you want to take a leak? You. Down that way. Yeah. <laughs> the coronavirus. Hold up.